welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. Today we have a, a fun story about the ninjas of Valley Town. This episode is called The Robot Ninja, and I hope you enjoy it. Bulis and Tatiana sat behind some bushes near the edge of the dark forest. They'd been there most of the day, and they were getting very bored. Tatiana stretched her arms up in the air and yawned loudly. Shh, whispered Bulis. Get down. There's one right there. No, wait, I see two now. Tatiana quickly brought her arms down and crouched behind the bush. She squinted as she stared toward the forest. Sure enough, there were two large cave trolls peeking out at the edge of the shadowy tree line, trying to see if the coast was clear. They hadn't seen the ninjas. Tatiana knocked a crash arrow. Just as the two trolls came creeping out of the forest, she released the string of her bow and shot the arrow. When the ball on the end smashed into a tree, it released a loud explosion of sparks. The trolls hadn't even seen the arrow flying in an arc over their heads. The flash and bang surprised them, and they went lumbering back into the dark forest. Nice shot, said Bulis. Thanks, replied Tatiana. I just hope we don't have to keep doing this every day. Me neither, but if the trolls keep raiding Farmer Shucks' farm, they'll eat up all his crops, said Bulis. They might even get bolder. Then Valley Town will be left with nothing to eat. You're right, you're right. I, I just hope Master Momo can figure out a better solution than having us keep watch all the time. Meanwhile, Momo was doing just that. He and Ben-Ben had been on the road for several hours. Are we there yet? Ben-Ben asked. Momo chuckled. What's so funny? Ben-Ben asked. Well, I guess you haven't noticed our little friend over there. Momo pointed at a small bird sitting on a tree branch. As Momo and Ben-Ben continued walking, the bird flew from tree to tree, keeping up with the ninjas. I don't get it, Ben-Ben said. What does the bird have to do with anything? Look closer, Ben-Ben. The bird took flight once again, heading for another nearby tree. This time, Ben-Ben noticed that the bird's wings glinted in the sunlight, the same way his sword did. It's made of metal, he said. Momo chuckled again. Yep, there's only one place where you can find birds like that. Ben-Ben couldn't stop watching the bird as they continued down the road. He noticed it also had glowing eyes. It had to be a robot. A few minutes later, the bird flew ahead of them, heading to a town they could now see down the road. When the ninjas caught up, the bird was perched on the shoulder of a stout, man-shaped robot on the outskirts of town. Halt, said the stout robot. Who goes there? The bird tweeted, my name is Momo, and this is Ban-Ban, said Momo. We come from Valley Town and wish to buy a robot. Speak to Victor, the head engineer. Welcome to Power Up, said the robot. He gave them directions to reach the engineer's lab. Momo and Ben-Ben walked through the town of Power Up. Ben-Ben was in awe. The buildings were shinier than the ones they had in Valley Town, and there were robots walking the streets with the people. A robot dog chased a robot cat. The robot cat was chasing a robot mouse. The robot mouse was after a piece of metal cheese speeding down the street on tiny wheels. Victor's lab was in the center of town, in a wide building shaped like a box. Momo and Ben-Ben entered through glass doors that slid open when they approached. 
they found themselves in a brightly lit hallway. Intruder alert, screeched a hulking blue robot with large, sharp spikes on its shoulders. He charged the two ninjas, swinging his heavy metal fists like windmills. Ben-Ben's ninja training kicked into action. He quickly drew his sword and leaped past the robot, swinging the blade as he moved. The robot fell apart into two large pieces cut cleanly by the sword. Sparks shot from exposed wires and the robot buzzed meekly. Malfunction, it said. Oh, no, said a man in a long white coat. He had wild hair sticking up in all directions and wore a large pair of dark goggles that hid his eyes. You've ruined my creation. We're sorry, Momo said, but he attacked us. Yes, yes, I see, said the man with the crazy hair. He must have seen your weapons and mistaken you for enemies. No matter, he can be repaired. My name is Victor, and I am the head engineer of Power Up. How can I help you? We're looking to buy a guard robot to patrol the edge of a forest near our town, said Momo. Preferably one who can tell the difference between friend and foe. Victor smiled and lifted his goggles up to the top of his head. Beneath them were smaller goggles. I've got just what you're looking for, he said. The engineer led Momo and Ben-Ben into his lab. All kinds of machinery with blinking lights lined the walls. The tables were stacked with tools, wires, and robot parts. Victor hit a button, and a metal door in the wall slid up, revealing yet another robot. Ben-Ben thought this one looked almost like a metal garbage can on wheels. It had big round eyes like a giant insect and a small speaker for a mouth. The new robot rolled up to the ninjas. Ben-Ben jumped back with his hand on the hilt of his sword as a small hole opened on the robot and an arm shot out. The arm waved. Automoborg 3000 at your service. Nice to meet you, the robot said before pulling the arm back into its body. This is my newest creation, said Victor, grinning proudly. It's equipped to perform more than 3,000 functions, including forest patrol. We'll take it, said Momo, pulling a sack of gold out of his pocket. Ben-Ben was not convinced. He hoped Momo wasn't wasting gold on a garbage robot, but he didn't say anything. The robot wheeled along behind the two ninjas as they left power-up. He beeped occasionally as they headed down the road back to Valleytown. Sometimes different gadgets would pop briefly out of the top of Automoborg's head before being pulled back in. Once, Ben-Ben saw him measuring the temperature with a thermometer, and a couple times the robot checked the direction of the wind with a weather vane. Ben-Ben didn't think the robot was doing anything useful. He could already feel that it was warm, and he could tell the direction of the wind from the way it blew the trees. More and more, Ben-Ben was convinced Momo had made the wrong decision buying the robot. Momo didn't seem to see a problem. He whistled happily as they made their way back to Valleytown. They were halfway home when a robotic nose popped out of the top of Automoborg's head. It spun around in a circle, sniffing the air. The robot stopped in its tracks and beeped loudly. Warning, warning, he said. Danger detected. Ben-Ben looked around. I don't see anything, he said. This thing is a hunk of junk. Me neither, said Momo, but we'd better be careful. 
Automoborg, let's keep moving. Uh, 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 affirmative. The robot and the ninjas started walking again. They hadn't made it far when the robot stopped and started beeping again, its nose spinning around. Danger, danger, we are being followed. Ben-Ben looked around. All he saw was Momo, the robot, the road, and some trees. He was getting annoyed. There was no danger. We should take this thing back to power up, Ben-Ben said. Maybe it's not too late to get our gold back. Wait, Momo said, holding a finger in the air. He sniffed, breathing deeply. You smell that? Ben-Ben sighed, getting tired of the robot's false alarms, but he sniffed the air. He wasn't sure, but he thought he might have detected a trace of something not quite right. He took another whiff, and this time was more sure that something stinky was nearby. What is that? he asked Momo. I think Automoborg might be right, Momo whispered. There's somebody out there in the trees. Based on the odor, it seems like they haven't bathed in some time. There's only one kind of person I can think of who can stand being that smelly. Ben-Ben's eyes got wide. He and Momo realized who it was at the same time. Bandits, they both said. Just then, three greasy, grimy bandits came rushing at them from the trees. The ninjas pulled their swords and got into fighting stances to meet their charge. An arm holding a frying pan came out of Automoborg's body. The robot spun around and knocked a bandit down with the pan before he could get close to the ninjas. A big lump quickly formed on the dazed bandit's head. The other two bandits met the ninjas with the clash and clang of sword on sword. Master Momo was able to knock the weapon out of his opponent's hand. A moment later, the robot shot out a net, knocking the bandit down and tangling him up inside. The trapped bandit squirmed on the ground. The bandit Ben-Ben was fighting was a big, dirty guy who had managed to push the ninja back with his fancy footwork and sword-fighting skills. Just when Ben-Ben thought he was about to gain the upper hand, a fourth bandit sprung up behind him, knocking his sword out of his hand with a club. The bandits laughed as they cornered the unarmed Ben-Ben at the side of the road. Ben-Ben stepped back slowly. He was frantically looking for a way out when they both stopped laughing their goofy smiles frozen on their grubby faces. Then they both fell flat, right in front of Ben-Ben. Tranquilizer darts were sticking out of both of their butts. Behind them, the robot blew smoke from the barrel of his tranquilizer gun before pulling the weapon back inside its body. Momo nodded, impressed by Automoborg 3000's abilities. Ben-Ben changed his mind about the robot. It wasn't a hunk of junk after all. Where did all these bandits come from? asked Ben-Ben. I'm not sure, Ben-Ben, said Momo. Automoborg, how long do you think these thugs have been following us? The robot beeped as he performed some calculations and then said, approximately 3.7 miles. Hmm, said Momo. Do you know who they're working for? Automoborg beeped, and then an arm popped out of his body, pointing behind the two ninjas. They turned to look where he was pointing and saw the mysterious Mr. Max, a notorious thief and powerful wizard who had given the ninjas trouble before. He stood with his hands on his hips and an angry look on his face. You got lucky this time, ninjas, he said. Next time we will be more prepared for you and your little robot friend. Before anyone could react, Max pulled a small glass ball out of his pocket and threw it at the ground. 
It exploded in a huge cloud of thick smoke that filled the whole area. Neither of the ninjas could see more than a couple feet in front of their faces. And when the smoke cleared, Mr. Max and the bandits had all disappeared. Ah, groaned Ben-Ben, they got away. Automoborg 3000 wheeled around in a circle and beeped a few times. The nose popped out again, sniffing for more danger. When the nose went back in, the arm with the frying pan came back out. Momo readied his weapon and asked, Are any bandits still around? Negative, said the robot. Another arm came out of his body, this one holding eggs, which he cracked into the pan. A third arm with a flame began heating up the pan. Ninjas need food for energy after battle. I think I'm starting to like this robot after all, said Ben-Ben. After refueling on their first ever robot-cooked meal, they resumed their journey back to Valleytown. This time, Automoborg 3000 didn't detect any danger along the way. Momo, Ben-Ben, and their new robotic friend made it safely home. The End. Thanks for tuning in to hear this story. Head over to the website at uh, kidstoriespodcast.com where you can see a drawing of Automoborg 3000 and please leave a review on iTunes. Thanks a lot for listening.